Our first reading is an uh, interesting dynamic from St. Paul. He's writing to the Hebrews, uh, one uh, of his very kindred, one of his faith. And he's reminding these people who have come to Christ that they don't need to go back to what they had before. And so this is the dynamic of the sacrifices that he's reminding. He's saying, first, sacrifices, offerings, and sin offerings you neither desired nor delighted in. These are offered according to the law. He takes away the first to establish the second. Takes away the first to establish the second. These are people who are sort of already saying, wait, let's go back. And so St. Paul's like, no, 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 no. Like you have the thing. That all of that was to lead you to. And it's not as if that first part was bad. It's that the fulfillment of what was good and given by God is present in Jesus Christ and in the church. And so St. Paul is encouraging them and reminding them. And he has to take them back to that moment and be like, okay, remember this? Okay, now this? Yep, here we are. Stay put. And this dynamic that happens here is transitioned with John the Baptist. And we recognize that in that movement from John, I must decrease and he must increase is the transition of the people from the old covenant to the new covenant and the indications that always point us to Christ. And this dynamic then happens all throughout the history of the church. This same uh, aspect, while it may not go back to the Hebrew people, to the Israelite people, it still is this same thing where there is a first that leads you to the second. And you can look at the history of the church and you can see people who were first. St. Augustine. Well, actually, I'm on retreat. So the one that I was thinking about was uh, Simeon the Stylite. Right? He was, I don't know if he was the first, but that was the first, like, let's climb a pole and sit up on the pole for 30 years. <laughs> Why? Get holy. <laughs> Why not? Right? He was the first, but that led him to the second. This path, it brought him into relationship with Christ. We have St. Augustine and the Augustinians, those that gathered around him as their bishop. In his realization that as bishop, he had to live in a particular way. That he couldn't live as if he was in a monastery, but now he had to be closer to the people. And when you're closer to the people, things are easily, more easily grabbing your heart. And so he had to develop a life that responded to that first so that he could stay with the second. And on down throughout history, we have the monks, we have the Benedictines, we have the ways in which St. Francis transformed people and cared for the poor. But all were people who took everything that they had been given in the past and been brought to Christ and then themselves became instruments of a path that brought people to Christ. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Francis de Sales, a first, in a really important way for all of you. <laughs> right? Prior to St. Francis de Sales, 
The spirituality that was given to lay people was to take a religious order of spirituality and kind of like try its best to make it possible for everybody else. And St. Francis recognized at the time of the Reformation, having come on the heels of Calvin, a need for a different way. That people were leaving the church. They were going to something less than the fullness that they had been given. And yes, he was given a history that he took, but he took all of that and recognized that now God is doing something in me. And the particular people in the particular place in a particular way received the fruit of him realizing, I can't just keep taking the Franciscans and putting it on everyone. They're in need of something different. Or I can't just battle with Calvin. It doesn't bring them where we want. And he developed a way that was very kind and patient and understanding. And his kindness won people over. And he came up with little quips and little ways that made people who were ordinarily working in life understand things like you may have heard. Honey attracts more people than vinegar. Right? Well, that's right there. There he goes. A nice little image. Everybody understands that. You attract more people by a drop of honey, he says, than a vat of vinegar. And so, he proposed the gospel in its sweetness. And people came to his nectar. And it didn't just change the people that he was with. It changed their families. And it changed their children's 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 encounter with Christ in the church. And it changed their neighbors. We all are given a history. But everything that you're given is given so that you can take it all in and look at the particular place we're in with the particular people we're in front of and transmit to them something that includes the way we see God work. You're a first. And the way in which God has met you matters. And the way in which you grow in faith is important to pay attention to. And what it is that helps you live and sustain in an age that is the way it is now is just as important as Francis de Sales' introduction to the devout life. Because only you can take what he gave and filter it in such a way that today's people will understand. And I don't know, maybe sweetness doesn't attract people anymore and the sword does. (laughs) But that's not what I've experienced 
That's not what I see happening among all of you. Today, people are looking for meaning in their lives. Today, people have 50,000 voices telling them how they should live and what they should do. Today, people are anxious or checked out. And people are recognizing when someone seems to have a way in which they walk that says, I know what I'm about. And when people draw near, what an amazing thing it's been to see how all of you invite them in and then take them from the first and lead them to the second. Here we are, a people always in need of going back to where it happened and realizing the gift of what we've been given and brought back to Jesus Christ again. Same sacrifice that St. Paul was telling the Hebrew people was the answer to everything they were looking for. And here at this altar, we find a place of unity. Whether you live among all of us today, or the people of St. Francis de Sales, or Francis of Assisi, or Benedict, or Clare, or Scholastica. Even the people on those stylites would have understood when we speak about Jesus Christ and would have been able to say, the reason you do what you do is because you met the same one I did that made me climb up that pole and sit for 30 years. He comes among us here in a particular place as particular people to receive his love.